0: Now, the super genius, Mark Madden.
1: Double M, huge fan. You're talking to the super genius. No doubt, double
0: M. Hey, Mark, here's the best onion drink. Ooh.
1: The X at 105.9. It's Wednesday at 5.30, and I'm usually sitting in the chair opposite from here. As Mark's guest in the studio, I'm Dan Kovacic of DKPittsburghSports.com. On the wrong side here, but happy to be here because Chris Carter From our website, our NFL analyst is now sitting in what would theoretically be my chair.
0: Yeah, glad to be here, Dayan. What's going on, Carter? All good, man. Just cutting up the film,
1: getting everything ready for the week. We got some Carter's classroom video
0: we're going to be filming tomorrow.
1: Carter's an excitable sort, everybody. Ah. Let's talk about Antonio Brown not playing the Houston Texans. Of course, he's not going to play against the Browns either, but we're sticking with one game at a time. Because now, one of the unfortunate, well, many unfortunate repercussions of Mm. the loss the other day is that the Steelers actually do have to win these two games. Now, never mind. I mean, the Texans are just just an atrocity right now. But – what specifically do the Steelers need to do to compensate for AB's loss? Well, they have to make sure that they have, that they have
0: Martavis Bryant, and Juju Smith-Schuster consistently con- running through their routes, making sure they're not going through the motions and making the plays that they need that they need to do. Martavis Bryant has had good flashes and bad flashes all throughout this season. He I, had good ones the other he night, He had very good ones against the Patriots. And I think that's the thing. Like a lot of people talked about, um, you know, maybe they should bench him after the Ravens game because he looked
1: lazy. And I'm like, I don't, I don't think. Well, sometimes has, he does, Carter. Well,
0: but that's the thing. The guy. Is is so huge and so fast that when he's not running full speed, you think that he's not. He's no, sometimes
1: he actually just is lazy. No, Come
0: on. I, I, I don't think so. There's several okay. times that I see this guy blocking down the field. You know, you think back to the Chiefs game. There's one day. There's one time he's just driving a cornerback deep down the field as Le'Veon Bell's running and yeah there's sometimes I think he might take a mental playoff, mm-hmm. but I don't see that too as often as people suggest from so him so you
1: liked him you had to love what you saw from Juju oh I mean
0: I've been loving this guy this guy all season he's been just he's been running everywhere you ask him he's physical um, Dale Lolly and I were talking about this on our podcast on DK Sports Radio um, and we were talking about how Juju Smith-Schuster has almost the same exact build as the Texans superstar wide receiver DeAndre Hopkins and coming into the league Juju Smith-Schuster he doesn't have the Super duper speed, and neither does Hopkins, but he can go up and get a ball. He can out physically you, and he you know runs what? His route. I
1: love the way you describe that. You know, the word I think of when I see him catch a ball and yeah. run, and not just a sixty nine yarder, but in in, in in a lot of places, authoritative. Yeah, he takes charge of the situation. He takes charge of making the football his, coming down with it. But then from there, even though he might not have you know Usain Bolt speed, <laughs> he finds a way. To find a seam and then take off. We've seen more big plays from him this season I th- than I think any of us had a right to expect.
0: Yeah, I mean the 97 yard touchdown against the Lions. That was all I needed to see. And I was like, whoa, this this guy's got some afterburns. Yeah, but one th- one time can happen to anybody. Right, the, one but, once one time. But still, that 97 yard. I mean, he if you saw the way that he he caught he caught the pass over the middle. He outran the safeties when they had the angles. Um, that, that's that's something I didn't expect from him. The, and, and 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 I get you're right. One time doesn't do it, but he's been consistently beating people to their spots.
1: Not just in the receiving game, but also getting out in the run game. Well, let's not leave out Eli Rogers from this equation because, you know, he did have the touchdown. And I know all anybody's going to remember about Eli's game is the last play yeah, uh, in which he was not only covered, but he was held from behind, mm-hmm. which was one of about 5 billion holdings that did not get called yep. against New England. Uh, but. Eli, maybe just from that touchdown, maybe something finally waking up a little. Um, I mean, yeah, he's,
0: I, I, that's the thing though. Ben Roethlisberger's never given up in this guy. Even when everything was down on it because he was dropping passes, I've seen Ben Roethlisberger like light into Eli. It's like Eli, I expect this of you. Yeah, um, and there was one time. I, I forget, it wasn't the the Bengals game. It was, it was uh, shoot. It was a game at Heinz Field, they were in the red zone, and they put Eli Rogers, I think it was against the Packers, and they put Eli Rogers at the point of a running play, and he just gets the cornerback and seals him perfectly on a block, and Le'Veon Bell gets into the end zone, and you see Ben Roethlisberger run right up to him and say, that's you, Eli, that's you, and... He's been reinstilling confidence into this guy despite every reason for people to lose faith in him, and him to lose faith in himself like Sammy Coates did, but he keeps coming back. Well, Sammy lost
1: all his fingers, too, but but that's that's a separate issue here. Joined in studio here by Chris Carter, our NFL analyst at DKPittsburghSports.com. Carter, we're going to switch to the defensive side of the ball and start first with the fact that A, I don't care about the Pro Bowl, but B, the players do, and C... Cam Hayward absolutely needed to be voted into this thing. What happened?
0: Well, what happened is that the NFL still has the problem of they don't when they when they call up defensive ends they don't split three four defensive ends with four three defensive ends. Four three defensive ends are basically like James Harrison Lamar Woodley T J Watt. They're edge rushers. They're edge rushers that get the job done. Three to four defensive ends are more like. Defensive tackles interior that, can, that can move about, right? Yeah. And that's the thing, though. When you look at the three guys that got in for the a- 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 the AFC, you had Joey Bosa who had eleven and a half sacks, Khalil Mack who had ten and a half sacks, and uh, Calais Campbell who has fourteen and a half, and absolutely deserves to get in. Yeah. And it's it's just a really tough spot for Cam Hayward to be in. Now, that being said, Cam Hayward had ten sacks himself from and the is, interior, right? From the interior, and that's the thing is like, how much do you value these guys? Now, remember, also a lot of players when they vote this, they also look at the fan vote and they see who's getting the most who's attention. Who's popular, yeah. Right.
1: Khalil Mack's obviously going to be a guy and that he, always yeah, his, gets a lot of attention. He, and, man, he and, and he should. And he should.
0: But you also have to think, these are often a lot but of but players. it's not
1: the same position, basically. No, I agree. And I think there needs to be some sort of, and I'm not overestimating the importance of the Pro Bowl yeah, to our society. Well, yeah, I don't, I, the I, I don't know the last time I have even thought about watching it, let alone watching it. Right. But there's a prestige element to it. And when Cam's teammates, and I've heard this all year long in the locker room would just walk by his stall and go, Pro Bowl, Pro Bowl, 97, Pro Bowl. Mm -hmm. It meant a lot to them if he had made it. Now, that said, he's still probably going to do that because guys drop out of this game all the time. So I just think that through this first wave, he should have been picked. Let's stay with the defense and talk a little bit about Keith Butler's scheme. Mm -hmm. Uh, It has been condensed in its criticisms locally as basically being one thing. Why didn't you double cover Gronk? Uh, You liked his scheme overall, but I'm not going to let you get away without answering that one first. Well, that's the thing. They had times where they were technically doubling Gronk. What does technically mean? So you're saying that Mike Mitchell didn't get there in time...
0: Yeah, no, because
1: that's then the thing. that's not good enough. But,
0: well, Dan, here's 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 the problem with that. You if you literally put two guys at the line of scrimmage on yeah, one person, which they had occasionally, which but not, but, but they not, didn't not, follow. But, but here's the thing: is you lined up literally Sean Davis and Mike Mitchell right in front of Gr- Rob Gronkowski. Okay, well that would be weird. That, but that's what I'm saying. They can't do that, so they have to put it in a position where a person that is the person that's going to double, whether it's Mike Mitchell or Sean Davis or William Gay, you have to have them kind of play off and disguise that I'm doubling Gronk. Because if they show it right away, Brady knows Brady just going to find somebody else. Exactly. Exactly, and that's and that's the thing is that they had to disguise it. Sean Davis several times. I think the best way that, to actually work the Gronk the Gronk situation is they needed to
1: chip him more at the line of scrimmage to give Sean Davis the edge when he. Well, that's what you and I were talking about yep. through the game in mm-hmm. the press box, sitting next to each other. And we're one going, of let's few, just watch. Yeah. are they chipping him? Why would you not at least have a Bud Dupree or some big body up there, chip him? Carter, they just let him, let him run through They let him run right through as if they were fearing a I mean, penalty or something
0: He's half a foot taller than Sean Davis yeah. You have to help Sean It'll Davis, and he's a sl- second year player Slow compared him down, to like a, take
1: away his timing yeah. Buy your defensive front some extra time to get to Brady. But here's
0: the thing I, I don't think that the Steelers coaches didn't didn't, didn't go into that game and say we have to chip him because remember Bud Dupree's sack that he had Yeah, that was he, a chip. He chipped Rob Gronkowski yeah, and, mean, and still I, got and, back there and, and, and still got and still got no the got There's no reason
1: Bud shouldn't done that the whole game. Do you well, remember the gimmick defense? Bud also defense? didn't play that much. Well, that was maybe also part of the problem. Mm-hmm. And then they ended up finding that out once Bud became tremendous on yeah. the pass rush. Probably the best he's ever looked in a Steelers uniform mm-hmm. later on. I just think there was something to be had there. Do you remember the gimmick defense they once did with Justin Gilbert at the line? Oh, gosh. But I'm saying, at least you you do something. He's still their number one threat. Just yeah. because he's a tight end doesn't mean you don't double cover him. No, I mean they, they have to figure something
0: out. One person talked about what if you bring in Brian Allen because he's six foot three and he's a cornerback. I'm like, no, you no, need someone no, who's going to no, get no, physical. No. Yeah. Sean Davis is physical, and there were several times Sean Davis challenged Rob Gronkowski. I thought Don exactly Davis. As,
1: this is going to be not popular with the listeners, I guarantee you. I thought Sean Davis's coverage was actually really good. Yeah. he was tight. There he were was several all times, over. He, but perfect passes and it, perfect catches. When you,
0: when you have arguably the greatest tight end since Tony Gonzalez, and you know Antonio, arguably Gates and, and arguably yeah. greater, um, and then you have arguably the greatest quarterback of all time. Those are going to be passes that mean a second-year safety sean davis is put to the ultimate test even though even when he's on his assignment it's tough for him to follow I'm through joined
1: in studio here by christopher carter the nfl analyst at dkpittsburgsports.com. we are not talking about those two plays do not change your dial thinking we're going to talk about those two plays done with it let's talk about the playoffs <laughs> uh the steelers they're going to beat these two teams they're going to get in uh, can New England possibly lose to Buffalo? A
0: can, man, they've lost two of the last three times when when, when they've played Buffalo in New England. And now, the Bills have been
1: really annoying. Yeah, they've they been have. like nails on the they chalkboard to teams this they, year.
0: Because also the Bills they have a formula. They can play they can play pressure defense. They have physical they have physical guys but they up front kick, yep. and they can run the ball. You know They're, what?
1: That physical pressure up front from Buffalo. Mm-hmm. That was the Miami formula.
0: Yep, that was the, that was their formula to get to get the job. Now, now now it is all fair. They played in Buffalo a few weeks ago and the Patriots stomped them. Uh but you know, you have to look at each game. You know, there's always a new, you know, every any given Sunday is literally a situation. And that's what really the, the Patriots went through with the Dolphins. I never thought the Dolphins could stood a chance and they just they they completely outplayed them.
1: True or false. True or false. The Jaguars have the opportunity. To represent the AFC in the Super Bowl.
0: Well, they're, they're going to be in the playoffs. So, yes, they. true. They, oh, have, they no, have the power. You know, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I had to hit you with the technicality. Um, I think, no, because I think it's false because. At the end of the day, as good as their defense is, Blake Bortles, Blake Bortles is going to have I was to step up. How the seconds right. until
1: Bortles was? Yeah, but but
0: you it. have to talk about this. <laughs> yes, he's he's a. Here's the here's the problem. The Jaguars are going to play a team, maybe the Steelers, that are going to come and say we are not letting you run the ball, and they need they know. And I think Ben Roethlisberger is head over heels a lot better than he was the last time they played. He won't throw five interceptions and give the Jaguars a lead to play with. Oh, that when, defense
1: is so good. Though.
0: But that's but, but here's so the thing. So
1: opportunistic. But now hungry, now you're going up against. It's a Steelers
0: Watch. offense that's on fire. Even I at that. at that point in the season, they were still figuring out a lot.
1: We're going to talk some more about playoffs when we come back from this break. And don't forget, by the way, that at 6 o'clock, stay right here on this station to hear the Mike Sullivan Show from 6 to 7. It's good stuff, inside stuff with the head coach right here on 105.9 The X, your flagship for the Pittsburgh Penguins.